Welcome to Sueños y Deseos. This is season four, episode seven, but really it's the first episode here at the Film Factory Loft in Jersey City. I feel so grateful to be here. I've been dreaming of this moment for a really, really long time. I started the podcast in March of 2021, the month that I moved to Dallas, but I had started dreaming about this almost three years ago to the summer of 2020. So I was going through a lot emotionally. I was in the food industry and I was burnt out. We were in the midst of the pandemic and a lot of people in my life were going through so much. And the biggest thing was connection. My sister was overseas and she was going to school there in Rome. And I hadn't seen her for over six months and didn't know when we were going to see her because she couldn't come back to the U.S. And there were also different women in my life that were going through similar issues with their family members. And so in the midst of me going through my experiences in life, I wanted to bring something that brought connection between women. So I started storytelling in the eyes of a 33-year-old entrepreneur. At the time I was younger, I was 30. Um, but I wanted to bring women together all over the world to talk about things that brighten their corners, whether it was a laugh or sharing a story or getting deep. Because as you all know by now, I'm very emotional, very deep, and connection is everything to me. So I really wanted to bring something that brought peace and love and happiness to the world um, and just you know, anywhere you were at. Um, and it was very much for my healing and um, connection with everyone that I've met. And it's grown into this platform that was mind blowing to me. Again, I started it um, not knowing how to podcast. I researched, I did a lot of researching for a long time that summer and then I said, you know what? I want to live outside of California as well. It's time to expand my wings. How can we go through this connection and journey uh, together? Not just alone. Again, we were all in our little bubbles during the pandemic, wherever we were. And so Swen You'll See the Sales came about. And Swen You'll See the Sales, for anyone that's new tuning in, means dreams and desires. And I am Nicaraguan American. My mother is Nicaraguan. So having that Hispanic culture, that background in my life, meant everything um, to be represented in this platform. So Swen You'll See the Sales came about. I am one of the biggest dreamers that I know. I love talking about our desires as women as well. But I was actually pleasantly surprised when along the way through this podcast journey that a lot of guy friends um, and different men started listening too. And so it became an even bigger platform than I realized it was going to be just through me dreaming about connection and talking about our desires as women. And then eventually, you know, I've had different men on. And so it's been just a wonderful place to connect with others. So I started in the food industry. And uh, again, I started as an entrepreneur when I was 21. I was with someone for 10 years and we built an incredible business together. When that relationship ended and then the pandemic was happening, I wanted to get out of the food industry and I wanted to get out of California because I had never lived outside of California in 30 years. Uh, the fall prior to the pandemic, it was my 30th birthday, November 18th of 2018. I traveled to Europe for the very first time. It was my first solo trip. 
I was incredibly inspired by the different culture and countries that I went to. My sister was living overseas and she's my heart. She's 11 years younger than me. And her, she left at 18. And the moment she left, I was like, okay, I don't have to worry about her anymore. It's time to kind of look at what I want to do with my life. I was always close to her um, in proximity. So I always wanted to be at least an hour and a half, two hours from her. And I was doing what I love. But again, I'm all about family, families, everything to me. So knowing that I wanted to get out of the food industry and wanting to get into tech, I said, where in the world is best for me outside of the Silicon Valley and California? Everything within headquarters due to the pandemic was moving to Austin and Dallas. So I said, you know what? I want to move to Dallas. I want to get in the midst of it all. I didn't know a soul. And I'm very much about everything happening for a reason. And I knew that I was supposed to be somewhere else. And so the duality of me leaving California, I was preparing at the same time everything for the podcast. So the month I went to Dallas, um, I visited, um, I think it was the first week of March, and I went just to see it. I'd never been to Dallas before. And my grandfather was a pastor for 33 years. And the day that I went to see my apartment, I didn't know what how Dallas was laid out. I had got a hotel, saw that one apartment that I liked was about seven minutes walking distance. On that walk, there was this giant cross and the street that I ended up living on in this apartment was on St. Paul and my grandfather's name was Paul. And so I just had this like really deep, like, okay, I'm supposed to be here right now. And I ended up coming back to California, figuring it out and moving in two and a half weeks later, almost three weeks later. And then I was in this building that, you know, I loved it. I loved it for the amenities. I loved being in the downtown area of Dallas, but I had no idea the people that I would meet there, the connection, again, all from, again, me in this duality of starting the podcast. So not knowing a soul, um, I quickly realized that Dallas is full of love. This building that I was in, a lot of different people from all over the U.S., um, a lot of people my age, I was 31 at the time, and there were people that were from Chicago, from a lot of natives too, like a lot of people from Dallas. And the very first time that I actually went into working, uh, doing the podcast when I, I didn't have my Wi-Fi set up yet, I went upstairs to a recreational space and it was a Saturday night and there was a party going on. So I'm literally walking into this space and people were kind of looking at me like, hey, like there's a party going on. Are you sure you want to do this? You know, and I said, yeah, I don't have Wi-Fi. Like I need to do this tonight. I was like, don't mind me. And it was funny because people were coming to me like so sweet. Like, would you like water? Do you want any food? Like drink anything? And I was like, no, I'm okay. Like I really have to get this podcast out before midnight. So I was just editing. And what I found out at the end of the night, like as they were cleaning up, uh, two people sat next to me, um, a girl and a guy, and they were like, yeah, so tell us about who you are. We've never seen you before in the building. And I found out that they were offering me things because they thought I was going to be like a Karen and <laughs> tell on them for like being later than normal at this party. Uh, but no, I, they, I, and again, they, Dallas is so much love. So again, these people ended up becoming my friends and that was like the first group of people that I befriended. And then it just grew from there. And my neighbors became my family. So from going from not knowing a soul, duality of 
you know, starting this podcast, the platform, and then these people becoming my family. It, there was just so much love in Dallas. It will always be a second home to me. And my so my neighbors really became my family. And yeah, that was the beginning journey, the first season and second season of the podcast, as you guys know. And then, you know, after Dallas, um, I had a one-year lease and my sister was graduating in May of last year. And I said, you know what? I'm going to take the summer to travel, be with my family, be with her, celebrate her in this accomplishment. She graduated in three years, and I was extremely proud of her. Um, and I had finished the project I was working on in data analytics, duly to all this podcasting that I was doing. I was working on a project for a year, and that was wonderful. It was one of the the most inspirational, hardest-working jobs I've ever had. My CEO was incredible. He was one of my greatest teachers and believed in me. He believed in this podcast, too. He was very, very motivational for everyone that worked with him about pursuing your dreams alongside uh, your career, so pursuing your passions. And so, again, Every single piece of that puzzle in Dallas was everything to me and, again, propelled where the the podcast and this platform is now. So May of last year, I'm going to Italy. I'm like, okay, I'm going to leave my stuff in storage here in our building. I'll come back end of summer. Let me just flow into my creative side. I was growing within my content creation and I was working with brands and I was loving that. And because I had been learning data analytics, I was really loving seeing that on my social media side of stuff. So I go to Italy and I just immersed myself in the culture and I loved the slow-paced environment that is Italy. It's all about family. It's all about love and food and um, community. And I'm always, I've always been a huge community person, finding communities in all areas of our lives. And um, again, connection. It all comes back to connection. So I loved Italy. I immersed myself in my content creation. And my plan after being there for seven weeks, I had no plan really. I was like freelance working. And then I said, you know what? After seven weeks, it's time to go back. I'm going to go to New York, visit my friends, go back to California, visit home, and then go back to Dallas, re-sign my lease. But that's not what happened. I came back to New York to visit friends And I said, you know what? Let me see if there's an opportunity that'll keep me here. And sure enough, I found a wonderful opportunity that literally took me to whole new heights. I became an aerial filmographer overnight and went straight into social media. I literally applied for this job. I heard back same day. I interviewed and within three days I was hired and I was like, all right, I'm in New York now. My family, thank God, they're very supportive of me. Um, they know that I'm, I've always been kind of against the grain and non-traditional. And again, being in my 30s is very different than being in your 20s. But I know that my parents and my family would support me regardless, you know. So again, I had so much support, so much love, and then began my New York chapter. I lived in Jersey City, was working in Kearney, and I was coming to the city every day. And again, you guys know I was working on the podcast alongside that. And I worked with that company for almost 10 months, and it was a wonderful, it was literally a dream job. As you guys saw, I was flying in helicopters. I became an aerial filmographer. I learned social media on a whole nother level, and it's an opportunity that 
was a dream for me. And I will always talk about that chapter of my life and as a, an extremely positive one. Every chapter, really. You know, I we go through a lot in life. And I always tell people, look, there's always going to be bad alongside that. But ch- I choose to focus on the good. I always will. Um, so there was a lot that I went through during that time. But I found who I am in this chapter of my life. And that is a content creator. I love teaching social media now and I love the podcast. It's been so fun. New York is just so, for me, it's intoxicating. It's, I'm a big dreamer. Like I've always told you guys and everything that I have ever thought New York was growing up and watching movies as a child and hearing about people and their New York experiences. I didn't see it until I was 30 years old on that very first solo journey to Europe, stopped here. It's far beyond what I thought it would be, um, which speaks volumes. Um, And so I've loved it. And So after Jersey City and after quitting with that company, I became freelance, pushed everything, as you guys have seen, on my content creation. I'm very proud to say that I'm officially a New York City content creator. Uh, Anytime you follow me on Instagram, there's only other, like, New York, like, branded companies that pop up, and that's, like, my favorite thing to see. I always pay attention to, like, when someone new follows me, what shows up as a suggested following, and it's always the Visit New York page and all the other Visit New York pages that are out there. And it's just extremely amazing. Like, I never thought that my life would be where it's at. But again, when we dream and we pursue our desires, that's what happens, you know. And I've always talked about we have a plan, but God has a much bigger plan for our lives. And He always, including being here right now, just surprises me in the most beautiful of ways. So I'm in this journey now. I'm really excited to now have my guests on throughout this summer and for you guys to see that journey, um, for me to share their stories. Um, This storytelling aspect of the podcast has been my absolute favorite, and it's been so beautiful. Again, I love that you guys have connected with me. I love that you guys have connected with the guests. But again, it's been just a beautiful thing for me to connect with all of you. So yeah, I've just been so happy. Like it's, I'm literally living in a very, honestly, the happiest time of my life ever as a, a single 33-year-old woman. It's been really, really beautiful. So I couldn't ask for more right now. I've always told people my biggest dream and everything that I've done within my photography, my droning, my aerial filmography, I want to get into film. I've always loved film. i have really kind of loved being behind the camera and I've always wanted to go into producing film, but now I'm really loving the directorial side of it all. So like directing and again, most of all producing, but I just want to be in the film space. And so networking is my favorite thing to do in the world. And I'm just really excited. Again, New York is the best place to be for film and media and social media too. So I'm very hopeful for that. I'm manifesting a lot. I don't often talk about things out loud until, because I like for things to come into fruition through my hard work. But that's one of the biggest things, as I've talked about for a long time, is going into the film space Lately, which I've been very surprised about and something that's kind of thrown me for a loop is I've gone to these networking events and I've told different people like, hey, like this is what I do for a living. This is my background. These are my qualifications. But a lot of people have kind of said, hey, have you thought about being in front of the camera more? And I'm like, well, coincidentally, I'm going to start practicing that. But no, I haven't. And so it's interesting that 
more so lately, people are asking if I would be comfortable being in front of the camera for, again, modeling and things like that. And I never, I feel like that's just a very New York thing to be asked. I was never asked that prior um, from other people when I'm going into like a networking work environment. So it was just interesting. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens. You never know. I'll keep dreaming and manifesting. And again, I feel like God's going to throw me through all these different loops of decisions and choices to make within the next year. But I'm just extremely excited to be in New York and looking forward to this summer and everything that's to come. When I was dreaming about creating a podcast, I started listening to a lot of different podcasts because there's so many different feels to podcasts. And so I started listening to different audios on Apple and Spotify and trying to find a feel for what I wanted to put out there. And I said, you know what? I love storytelling. I love hearing other people's stories. I love telling stories. So I really wanted it to be storytelling in the eyes of a 33-year-old entrepreneur. But again, I really wanted to amplify the guests coming on in their stories. So I knew, again, I have had as a Nicaraguan American woman. My mother's Nicaraguan, but throughout my whole life, I've had different kind of identity issues because my name is Jessenia. But sometimes in different times of my life, especially when I was little, I have, especially in the summertime and I'm not wearing makeup, the most freckly face. I have light brown hair. My dad's a ginger. So like, I'm just like very fair skinned. And so growing up, everyone thought I was white, which again, you know, when we were first looking at someone, it's, you know, People assume things. But growing up, um, since I was little, I quickly learned, you know, my name is Jessenia. It's one of the most mispronounced names. Um, but I love teaching people like, hey, this is my name. It means flower of the moon. My mother is Nicaraguan. She named me after a telenovela uh, from the 70s. And so this is my background. And so naming the podcast, I wanted it to reflect my background and especially my mother. And I wanted it I don't want to get emotional. Um, I wanted it to show, I wanted to show her again, you know, how we can represent women around the world. She's someone who, you know, grew up in Nicaragua, went through war in Nicaragua, grew up in a very different upbringing than I did. Her and my father created this very beautiful, safe, loving home my entire life. So I've always wanted to represent her because she is the hardest working person I know uh, next to my my other people in my family. Um, but we get our drive. My siblings, we get our drive from her and my dad. But Knowing that she came to this country at 24, knowing everything that she's done to get where she's at in business. She's been a director for a long, long time now. Um, very, very well educated. I look up to her in so many ways, and she knows this. So I wanted her to be represented. I wanted my culture to be represented. So I said, I want the name to be in Spanish because as I was looking at these podcasts, I learned a couple things. A lot of them, you know, being in the US and seeing Apple and Spotify, they're all American names. I said, okay, let me find something that represents my culture. I'm like, well, I love dreaming and desiring. And I know it was much longer than just that. I feel like I started thinking about dreaming first and desiring. And I said, sueños y deseos. I love that. And so I said, okay, the sueños y deseos podcast. And I'm like, okay, people are very into catchy things. Again, I was in the food industry and marketing with that background. Um, I opened up a store with my ex called Power Bowl. And it was very catchy. Again, thinking of that marketing and how we did things visually. I'm like, all right, what's something that we could call this podcast? So- 
I came up with the SYD podcast for short on Instagram. So whenever I talk about it, I'm like, yeah, I run the SYD podcast. It sounds first when you'll see the sales. Another thing that I learned while coming up with a name is that Spanish representation is harder to come by. I came, I, when I was learning everything, I was like, okay, not only is this going to be beautiful to represent my family, but it'll be represented in a space of an American space where there's Hispanic, a Hispanic voice, you know, more culture, um, representation there. But what I also learned that I didn't know until later on about six months into running the podcast My cousin, who actually lives here in Jersey, her husband works for Pandora. And coincidentally enough, he had heard I had a podcast, but he had never really looked into it. And I went to meet them shortly after moving to Jersey City. Oh, so this was much – it wasn't six months. It was like a year and a half after starting the podcast. He goes, hey, I was doing some data analytics. We were looking up some Spanish names on podcasts on our platform, and you popped up number one. And I said, that's crazy. And so he had heard about it a long time before. And then when he saw it, he asked his wife, my cousin, and she was like, yeah, that's her. I'm like, that's wild. Um, And so again, it actually not only was it, again, culturally and everything I just spoke about within representation, just such a meaningful thing to me. But then it also had just a very different space on the platforms that I didn't know that it did. Because again, when you're learning the podcasting world and self-taught, I don't see all of the analytics. You see only so much with your hosting site. So I have a wonderful hosting site, which is Buzzsprout. And Buzzsprout does a lot of the work for me on launching to these different channels. Um, It's been the most easy, accessible platform to use for me. And so they give you a series of analytics, but it's really about showcasing where in the world people are listening and the percentage and the cities. But as far as the actual like micro details um, of each individual platform that holds to those platforms, which I don't have access to. So it was interesting to hear that from him. And so again, it's just been this beautiful ripple effect that came from connection. And then it all led to, again, understanding the technical side, understanding that sometimes when we dream of something and we have a vision, it could be, you know, even more in depth than we realize. And I realized that later on um, in so many ways. So the podcast came about, Swen, you'll see the sales. I've loved, again, everything um, within being on Instagram and TikTok. And I feel like the catchiness has has been fine for people that are like, okay, SYD, you know, and so people just call it the SYD podcast if they don't want to say Swen, you'll see the sales. Um, Yeah, so it's been wonderful. And again, I want to talk about the connection when you say about, you know, what do I want, you know, users to kind of get from it, viewers to get from it. I've just really loved, again, brightening the corner wherever I'm at in life. My whole purpose in life, like I know one of my biggest purposes in life since I was little was to help others, to be a listening ear to others. And I know that that's one of my God-given purposes in life. Um, Since I was little, I would get in trouble for like helping others with their work prior to finishing my own in school. And that's just who I am and my personality. And so again, everything, every chapter – 
of my life, which again, I'm 33 now. I went through 28, I went through 25, I went through 22, I went through 18, I went through 15, I went through 12, I went through so many different ages, so many different stages. And you guys are meeting me at an age where I have the wisdom I have now. Um, I educate myself on so much because I really care about learning more about life and the world and culture. And I love sharing that with you guys. So when everyone hears, again, these stories from these women and and the connection and, and again, learning from each other in different capacities, I can't tell you how beautiful it's been when I hear from you guys or the guests say, hey, you know, I connected with someone that listened to our episode and they resonated with me and it motivated me or inspired me because I feel like I'm not alone, which again is what I wanted within my dream for this was that people that might be in a down space or feeling alone or in a bubble or can't see your loved one on a Sunday night, which I've always aired on Sundays, um, you can connect. And for women, um, I've been in so many different spaces, working environments, friend groups over the years where so much in life as we're growing up um, can be challenging. And again, because I know that I am here to listen, I just wanted to create a space where we're sharing whatever we can um, on our good days and our bad days. Like I've shown up and, you know, in whatever mood I'm in and I'm raw and I'm honest, I don't mind being vulnerable if it it's to help someone. So again, I've I've just always said, God, use me however you want in the world. And what's so beautiful about podcasting is that I can do that. And again, the dream of becoming visual, it's been a long time coming. And you guys, I feel like will feel me more. You'll feel my guests more. Um, seeing someone speak, I speak a lot with my hands. So talking that way and again, just feeling a connection, I think, is going to be a beautiful thing for all of us, everyone listening. And I just hope that if anything, you have a funny moment or, you know, you get um, something that inspires you or a moment where you're in the car listening with family or friends or you're with your girlfriends or wherever you're at. I just hope that it brightens your day, your evening, wherever you're at. And so that's been my whole purpose. It's just been to make a positive space, another positive space on social media and on these podcasting platforms. Thank you.